everybody, this is Crystal. And this is Kat. Welcome back to Alternative Interests. Yay! We're trying welcome, to get back welcome. to some kind of order now. I know. That feels like the old days. <laughs> we gotta leave that our summer a- selves behind. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a hot mess summer, wasn't it? <laughs> I think that's probably an appropriate way to <laughs> categorize that. But well, oh man, that's what it felt like. <laughs> and now we're just rolling on into hot mess fall, so yep. this will be fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's fire. fine. Everything's it's fine. okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So today. I am going to warn you guys right at the top um, that apparently I felt like covering some human eaters today. <laughs> human eaters. That well, that doesn't sound right. Human so, eaters. Well, so um, I am going to be covering two different stories of Russian cannibals. And it is ridiculous how many cannibals there are in Russia. Well, you know, I feel like Russian men are like good looking. Not all of them. Some of them. I don't know if it's the accent or just No, I got, I'm with you. I have a thing for Russians. I'm on board. Um, Like the accent. Yeah. The direct like they're how direct they are. Oh, I forgot you like that. Yeah. Like, your dream man is Gordon Ramsay because <laughs> he'll cook for you and shout at you while you eat. I, I kind of have that. My husband will cook sometimes and he will shout at me, not while I'm eating, <laughs> just when he thinks I'm doing something wrong. That's all, which is a lot of the time. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, there's something about like the. Um, the way the language i really like the language yeah actually i I really apologize for my accent but i get to practice my russian today oh snap (laughs) (laughs) we love the accents (laughs) so um we're just gonna get right into it yay all right so our first story is about alexander beachkov So Alexander was born on April 1st, 1988 to Irina and Vladimir Bichkov. He had a younger brother named Sergei and Sergei was about two years younger than he was. Okay. Um, So they're in my age range. That's good. um, Okay. I I don't think you want (laughs) to go after these men. So they were living in their grandfather's home. It sounded like... To me, it sounds like it was passed down from the grandfather to Vladimir. So they were living in their paternal grandfather's home. Okay. It was not a happy home. Irina and Vladimir were raging alcoholics and they treated the boys horribly. Ugh. Uh, they forced the boys to work long, hard hours on their vegetable farm. They were also forced to go and do work for their neighbors for money. And they were also forced to collect scrap metal to sell for money. So they were just being taught how to be responsible is what it sounds like. Children? Well, yeah. I mean, you got to 
teach them, right? Okay. <laughs> but in the real world, when you go and you don't get work for a day, you come home and you're just kind of like, oh, man, I didn't get paid today. If they came home without money, they would be beaten. Oh, okay. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, this is not a happy home. <laughs> so I think... I think, completely understandably, Alexander and Sergei were acting out, and so they committed, like, petty thefts. They were caught several times, but apparently the victims of the thefts would take pity on the boys, so they never really got in trouble when they got caught for stealing. Oh, interesting. So yeah. they, so I guess the other people thought them as victims right instead of yeah either that well, or they were they must have been really good at like sweet talking yeah but mm -hmm. somehow they always got out of it okay Irina and Vladimir were bad to the kids but they were also really bad for each other um apparently Irina 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 would um cheat on Vladimir often and as a result of the raging alcoholism and Irina's uh, stepping out on the marriage, Vladimir actually completed suicide by hanging himself when he was 40 years old. Ugh, that's sad. It is really sad. Hmm. So in the late 2000s, so like 2008, 2009, Sergei... I, I know there's not a whole lot of information on this. He was beaten and thrown out of a moving vehicle. What? Yeah, I, I have a feeling he may have tried stealing from the wrong people. But this was not an accident. This was very clearly something, someone who meant to do him harm. How old was he in the late 2000s? Like oh, geez. Um, late teens. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So because of the beating and being thrown out of the vehicle, he suffered a pretty traumatic brain injury. Alexander left college to come home and take care of Sergei. So oh, that's these, nice. Yeah. So these boys are obviously close. Mm -hmm. Sergei survived ultimately, but he was disabled due to his injuries. There's not a whole lot of other information on it. It's just, I can imagine with a brain injury, he is probably severely disabled. Now, is mom still around too, right? She's still around. She doesn't okay. really play much into the story. Okay. Other than, I mean, there's literally not that much information on okay. Okay. this guy. Um, September 17th, 2009. Alexander was 21 years old at this time. He was living in Belinsky. The population of Belinsky is about 6,000. It's a pretty small town. Alexander was drinking at a local tavern and he met 60-year-old Yevgeny Zhidkov. Good uh, job. I was wondering uh, how you were going to do that name. So Yevgeny was in town to fill out the paperwork he needed to to start drawing his pension. I guess he was 60 years old. He's retired. Okay. So he and Alexander kind of got to talking while they're sitting in this tavern drinking. And Alexander said, hey, why don't you come to my house to stay the night with me? Then uh -oh. tomorrow you can go and do your filing, whatever you need. Mm -hmm. They get back to Alexander's house. Yevgeny falls asleep. And Ag Alexander stabs him to death and dismembers his body. Ugh. For what? Why? For the pension? No. 
That's the, that's what I immediately thought. As soon as you said he was drawing his pension, I thought, oh, well, he's... Mike he Kel- hasn't filed his paperwork yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So no reason. He just killed them. Yeah. Um, basically, this is how little information there is on this. Uh, basically, what he would do is he would lure victims to his home and then kill them with a hammer or a knife and then dismember their bodies. Okay. Some of the bodies he would bury in his backyard or there was a, a local dump pretty close to home too and he'd throw their bodies there. Uh-huh. Mainly he targeted elderly men and he targeted specifically alcoholics kind of calling back to his parents. His, yeah, yeah. Or homeless men. Hmm. He actually specifically referred to them as tramps. And is using tramps in the way we would use the word tramp? So I actually just learned recently uh-huh. because of last podcast on the left that a tramp, you know, the way you and I talk about a yeah. tramp, you're like, yeah. oh, that woman is such a tramp. Like his That's mom. That's not what it means. Okay. A tramp actually calls back to like the 20s and 30s when men would leave home and go work and they would literally walk from place to place and they were homeless, but they oh. would follow work camps. They would literally tramp between work camps. They were called tramps. Oh, odd. Really interesting. Yeah. Because the meaning has changed so much because these are homeless men specifically who are actually working. They're homeless because they move so often. They're not... Well, like, maybe that's why they called the dog in Lady and the Tramp a tramp because he was homeless. Yes. Oh. That's where he gets his name from. Okay, okay. So Alexander was active for about two years with his killing. And at some point, he actually had the wherewithal to think enough that he was like, you know, I'm only going to kill during the warmer months. Because then the police will will suspect migrant workers and not a local citizen. Like, he thought this through. So he's not an idiot. No. Huh. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. One of the reports said he actually killed a man who started to suspect him and tried to blackmail him. (laughs) Like, tried to blackmail him because he knew he was killing. If if I suspected someone of killing, I that would be the wrong person to blackmail. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, like I, I wouldn't tell the person I suspected. I think I would tell somebody else. Yeah. Like the police. Oh, man. The identity of this person is not stated anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that it's this next guy. Okay. So in the spring of 2010, the dismembered body of Sergei Berezovsky was found. Um, I believe this was in the dump. Okay. This was actually a man that had previously been in a relationship with Irina. The mom? Yes. Okay. I think that this is the guy who suspected Alexander. Oh, that because was blackmailing be them. Enough? Uh-huh, that's this true. This is the only one that Alexander had an actual personal connection to. That's true. So in September of 2010, two more dismembered corpses were found. Hmm. A man named Alexander Zhuplov was known around town to be mentally ill. 
Okay. Like he was the town crazy. All right. Every, oh. I feel like every small town has one. Has like, one. Oh, yeah. it's him. So he was arrested for the murders on September 19th, 2010. Oh, God. I wonder what evidence they thought they had on him. Well, he confessed. Oh, he confessed because he was crazy. Okay. Yeah, he confessed to all of them. Okay. He was found guilty and he was sentenced to a mental institution. Oh, my goodness. Alexander, that was, geez. January 21st, 2012, Alexander Beachcove broke into a hardware store. He stole three knives and a little under 10,000 Russian rubles. Okay. I had to look this up. This would have been about 315 US dollars back then. All right. So not not a lot. In today money, uh, this would be about 17,000 rubles. Oh, man. So it's appreciated quite a bit. Yeah. This is just a side note because I thought this was kind of funny uh-huh. that the exchange rate between the ruble and the dollar has gone down. Oh, wow. So that's actually only $233 <laughs> now. So it's gone up in Russia, but down in here. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> okay. I just, uh, I thought that was kind no, of No, that is, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, Alexander was arrested for this break-in a few days later. And while talking to him about this break-in, he just kind of casually mentioned, like, yeah, I got, like, <laughs> six bodies in my backyard. What? Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, yeah, you know, just no, nothing much. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's six bodies buried in my backyard. Basically. Oh, my gosh. So the police were like, come again? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Uh, can we go look? You're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Go do what you got to do. <laughs> so they go and they search his home. And of course, they found six bodies. Oh, wow. They also searched his home and they found his diary where he very meticulously t- uh, wrote about every single person he killed. Jeez. And there were entries for 11 murders. People writing things down or videotaping or like any record of something like I don't know why people do that. Uh, This guy had some issues. Obviously, obviously. he wrote he called himself a quote unquote lone wolf in this diary. He wrote and he told the police that he started killing Because his girlfriend at the time had emasculated him. She kicked him out and called him a wimp. What? Yeah, basically she would make fun of him all the time for like being a wimp or not being manly enough. And we all know Russian men like to be like real manly. Well, yeah. So then he just decided I'm going to start killing people. Yes. So here's the quote. Then this is from his diary. It said, quote, she said I was a wimp, not a wolf. I will show her. Maybe she will stop complaining and understand that I am a lone wolf. Nobody. I mean, there were so many different things you could have done, but all right. <laughs> yeah. So apparently one article I saw said that he said that the killing gave him like the oomph to really like take charge with her because apparently they were still together. You know what's weird? I wonder why he focused on men and not on women. If you think about, you know... Everything his mom did, Mm -hmm. especially to his father, which ultimately was probably one of the the issues that led to the suicide. And then his girlfriend. I will have to ask one of um, I have a couple of coworkers that are Russian. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I will have to ask them if suicide is viewed as um, something that makes you less manly. Because I'm almost wondering uh if the fact that his father did do that made him pick on men because of that. Or maybe because um, in their culture, men are so much stronger than women. That if he killed women, that's just him being like picking on the weak. But him killing men, that really makes him a man. That makes sense. So, yeah, he... um, he just, you kind of had some issues. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah. Uh, as the police were questioning them, again, he just kind of casually mentioned that he would eat their livers and hearts and just various muscle. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a Russian newspaper, the Daily Izvestia, quoted a law enforcement source. They It was one of those like an anonymous source. Uh, said that there actually was evidence of cannibalism on some of the bodies. Oh. And apparently it's a thing in Russia that they only report cannibals that can be proven to be cannibals based on evidence, not just people who um, admit to it. They need actual evidence of it, and then they will say that, yes, they're a cannibal. Oh, wow. So they're not just going to say it to be sensational. There's going to be proof. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So, of course, Alexander goes to trial. Uh huh. He was diagnosed with a mixed personality disorder. Shocker. Uh, but they found that he was competent to stand trial. Like he okay. had personality issues, but he knew what he was doing. Okay. They found him guilty of nine murders. So the six bodies that he found, they found in his backyard. Okay. And the three bodies that the other Alexander had been convicted of. Oh. Because they he had written about them in his journal. Oh, that journal mm-hmm. will get you every but time. Remember, there were 11 entries in that journal. Oh. Two of the bodies were never found. And did he not remember where they were? Or they were probably at this point. I feel like at that point, they were like yeah. 9, 11. Ugh. Yeah. And yeah. he wrote down the name of all the people he killed too, right? So that I don't think he knew okay. the name. Okay. But um, I didn't get the feeling he knew their names. Yeah, because I'm wondering how it could have been cross-referenced so then the police could figure out who exactly he killed. So then there's like two people that could be potentially on a missing persons list that could have been killed by him. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So on March 22nd, 2013, he was sentenced to life. He's serving on the island of uh, Ogeni in the Vologda region. Oh, okay. You are killing these these translations. Good job. I feel like somebody's going to be like, um, <laughs> Crystal's accent was horrible. Because Alexander was uh, sentenced and convicted for these nine murders, that man, Alexander Zhubov, was... Um, his mother had been petitioning, petitioning the Minister of Internal Affairs, basically since he had been convicted, pleading for them to review his case. Because oh. she was, what? Just that the mom suddenly is like, 
No, no, not not Alexander oh, number one. Oh, okay, okay. Ignore uh, town me. Crazy Alexander. Ignore me. Okay. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad yes. he has somebody. I, they're both themed Alexander. I'm trying to make it clear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that other man's mother. Yeah. Was pleading with the Minister of Internal Affairs. Okay. Just going, please, please look at his case. Well, yeah. Well, this was before Ale- our Alexander was found. Oh. Now that he's been convicted, now the other Alexander can have a review of his case. Okay. I looked to try and see if he was released. Apparently, this is a really popular name because I can't find information on him. Oh, okay. I did find some really interesting information. And I asked one of my coworkers about this, and he uh-huh. said that this is right. So, people who are seen as mentally ill in Russia uh-huh. are first sentenced to spend time in an institution. This is what happened with Alexander Zhubov. Okay. What happens is once they're deemed, quote-unquote, healed, then a review of their case happens, where they determine, okay, are you guilty or are you innocent? Yeah. If the statute of limitations has passed... They can't convict them. Oh. So I actually, this article I read said that there have been people that have been freed straight from this review. Like they sit there, they do their case review and they're like, well, it's been too long. You're free to go. Oh. So even if these people had actually committed these crimes because the statute of limitations has passed, they just set them free. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. A lawyer said that as many as 80% of people that actually committed their crimes were released at these reviews. That is insane. Do yeah. they do they not take into account probably not because of the statute of limitations like uh, victim statement, uh, you know, I don't impact so. statements. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. It's crazy. Yeah. What's interesting also, I mentioned this earlier, is that there are a lot of cases of cannibalism in Russia. Maybe, There's a lot of them. Maybe I need to second second think. Uh, second Whether think? you should go there. Is it called second thinking? I don't think Second it is. guess. Second guess. Or think again. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to second guess my, uh, my love for the Russians right now. Yeah. Around the same time that Alexander was arrested... This man had been arrested because he and his friend had eaten the remains of some random 40-year-old guy. Oh, my God. That's gross. And, like, these two things happened at the same time. It's just crazy. Uh, That's weird. You know what? Alexander and our little cannibal cop from uh, New York... Oh, man. They would. He would be so welcome in Russia. Oh, my gosh. He'd have a whole group of people willing to There are a couple of him. foodies, these two. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> um, that was the story of Alexander Beachkov. Okay. There's just not a whole lot of information on that one. Okay, but he's just a, a case of cannibalism in Russia. Yep. Okay. And I I chose this one because the whole fact that he was like, I'm a lone wolf. And the fact that it was like his girlfriend being a dick to him. Yeah. I picture that, him in one of those shirts the with the wolf howling at the moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So this next one uh-huh. is bad. Okay. I'm just telling everyone right now, it's bad. All right. 
and um, proceed with caution. The first I, one was the first one was really tame. Okay. Uh, and if you want to skip the rest of the episode because you're having dinner or you just don't want to listen to this, I am not offended because this one is awful. Oh, gosh. I'm a little excited, but I'm also a little scared right now, too. Oh, Lord. Okay. So this is the story of Dmitry Bakshiv and Natalia Bakshiva. Okay. Ooh, Bakshiva. Wait, Dmitry Bakshiv and Natalia Bakshiva? Yes. So actually, this is really interesting. Women in Russia kind of take their husband's names. And add an A? uh, Because A is the feminine. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, it is so interesting because uh, someone I know, his name is Orlovsky. And Uh his daughter's last name is Orlovskaya. Orlovskaya. Because that's the female denotion of Orlovsky. So if you were John Smith, I would be Cat Smitha. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Smith eye. It's, it's interesting. Like that. Yeah, the, that is interesting. The male female is very strong. Yeah. In, I mean, most other languages have this male female thing. Uh-huh. Like English doesn't. I feel like in Russia, it's particularly uh, profound. Yeah. Like the places you see it. Interesting. So, on September 11th, 2017, this is a very, very recent case. Okay. Construction workers found a cell phone on the side of the road. All right. They turn it on, and they were able to unlock it. Okay. And when I first saw this story years ago, I think I first saw it in, like, 2018, I remember seeing that they were looking at the phone to try and clear the data off it so they could pawn it. Oh, so they weren't trying to, like, look at the phone to find who it was for or who owned the phone. Yeah, I tried to find this information now, and I can't find it now, so I don't know if that was false reporting back then or if they've just changed the narrative because of what happened. Mm -hmm. But I, I distinctly remember reading that. Okay. But anyway, they get to the photos on the phone and it made them stop immediately. Uh Uh-oh. And these are some horrible photos. The owner of this phone loved a selfie. Uh Uh-huh. The first two photos on this camera roll are a man with a severed human hand in his mouth. And the same severed human hand with like the fingers on his nose. Uh I'm looking at the pictures. At first, I'm like, oh, he's just eating uh, a hand. Because it, it, it looks like shrimp tempura. But so, it's not. before we proceed, I'm going to say right now that posts with these photos, I told you not to scroll. Stop it. Posts with these photos get torn down, so I will not be sharing these photos on Instagram or anywhere. If you want to find them, they are very easy to find because people consistently put them back up, but they get torn down by Imager, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm going to keep explaining them, and you're going to know why. Well, I can see why. Like Sometimes when people say the following is very highly disturbing, I'm like, the more disturbing, the better. This, I, I think uh, I've found my, my, 
disturbing yes. limit. So Holy moly. as we go through more of the photos on this phone, the hand that was in the man's mouth is now on like a sink. Um, there is a severed head just kind of laying there. <sighs> and there are several angles and lightings. It's very obvious that like this, this head was moved. Mm-hmm. So... Just imagine finding a phone with these photos on them. Yeah. And now imagine that the man in these photos walks up to you. Oh, my gosh. No. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So the construction worker was like, yeah, the man walked up to me and he looked homeless. But he was like, hey, like he asked if he had like seen a phone and the construction man was like, nope, don't know what you're talking about. Good. That's what I would do, too. Yeah. So the man was like, oh, OK. And he walked away. And the worker in the back of his head, he's like, man, I got to I got to get this to the police. A police <laughs> yeah, you car, do. <laughs> a police car starts kind of driving by and he's like, hey, hey, <laughs> that's what I would do, too. <laughs> This, I'm sorry, this kind of cracked me up because he flagged down the police and the police stop and he gives them the phone and he said, it's your job, sort it out. Oh my God. Yeah, I think I would too. I would be like, I I just, I'm giving this to you. You look and peace yep. be with you. Yep. Yeah. Holy moly. So police were actually relatively quickly be able to track down the owner of the phone. Well, let's and it- fucking hope so. <laughs> So this was this was Dimitri Bakshiv. Okay. And so they bring him in for questioning. All right. And Dimitri starts off saying, he's like, well, I found the body in the bushes and I was just kind of <laughs> messing around. Oh, and, my gosh. And I want to make it abundantly clear that these photos are not taken outside. <laughs> This well, yeah, like, you can totally tell. It's these are indoor photos. He's so doing a full-on photo shoot with them. Yeah, it's like, not outside. Like, Dimitri, no. Yeah, Just shut up. Exactly. So I think I think police did exactly that. They were like, D- no. Yeah. So then Dimitri's like, okay, I killed her <laughs> with my wife, and they were like, there's someone else. Oh wow! So I I was totally assuming that the woman in the pictures was going to be Natalia, but he. Oh no! Oh wow! No no! Um, Jeez! Him and Natalia did this together. Oh my gosh! So let's take a, a moment to step out of the horror, and I just want to say that we're laughing at this because it's so fucking awful. Yeah, and we're not trying to make light of the situation. It's just like. Yeah, I, I need I th- to. I think when we laugh at anything, when we do these cases, it's it's not because we're making fun of anybody. It's just it's because we need uh, it. Yeah, we need it. You need yeah. a little levity when you're talking about things that are just so heavy. Yeah. Um. So just taking a step out of that, let's just take a moment okay. to meet Dimitri and Natalia. Okay. So I Dimitri don't want to. was born on January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty two. Uh huh. He was described as shy because he was a loner. Okay. It was kind of a recurring theme in his life. He was placed in an orphanage by his mother shortly Aww. after he was born. And he stayed there until he was about three years old. And that's when he was adopted. See, I have a problem with stuff like this. It's like we hear, 
either before or after what these people did that was so awful. But then sometimes when you hear about your the childhood, like I think I feel for his oh. childhood. Yeah, oh, I'm like sad. Worse. I'm like, oh, he was in an orphanage till three. That's like sad. Oh, oh, listen to this. No. So when, he was, when he was 15, his adoptive mother died of cancer. Oh, and then his adopted father proceeded to kick him out. No. Why? So when I first read this, I was like, what a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like awful. you adopted this child. You willingly brought him into your house. And now your wife dies and you kick him out. Like I was angry. Well, maybe his wife was the only one that wanted to adopt and he didn't. And so. Well, I get the feeling. So it was many, many articles later uh-huh. that I actually found some information about his father. Oh, his re- his adopted father? Yeah, he okay. actually came out years later. Oh. And he said that he was like, Dimitri would take loans out in my name all the oh. time. Creditors were calling him so much he had to turn his phone off. His father would get him jobs and then Dimitri just wouldn't show up. So he would oh. lose these jobs. Yeah. So I think that's why he kicked him out. So yeah, dad was fed up. So this is uh, the quote that his adoptive father said. He said, it is useless talking to him. His eyes are made of glass. He is looking through your body and does not listen. Yep, I'd kick him out too. So now at 15 years old, Dimitri is homeless. I'm not going to feel bad. Yeah, uh, he got arrested for robbery and car theft Uh just a couple of months later. He served his sentence seemed to be rehabilitated he got out and he got a job as a construction worker so he's being a functioning member of society all right he had a habit of frequenting bars and that's where he met natalia okay and at the time of his arrest later he was working as a like repairman general maintenance guy uh at an apartment for a highly esteemed military school oh Now, Natalia was born January 25th, 1975. So she was a few years older than Dimitri. Yeah. She was raised by her grandmother because her mother died when she was very young. So now we have two people who lost their mothers. Yeah. Natalia always aspired to be a doctor. She always wanted to care for people. And she actually did have a job working as a senior nurse at, and this is the military school. It was the Krasnodar Higher Military Aviation School for Serif pilots. Okay. So like, this is a pilot school. It's a very good school. However, Natalia was an alcoholic. Oh. And because of this, they actually dismissed her from her job. Oh. There were some rumors that Natalia liked to mix her alcohol with drugs. Okay. So she really wasn't the most functional person. Yeah. She had also been married two times before she met Dimitri. And uh, Dimitri and Natalia, like I said, they were working at this military school and they were living in like a hostel. Together or just both of them? Together. Okay. They were described as leading an antisocial lifestyle, which fits with Dimitri kind of being a loner. Well, Yeah. Their neighbors would really often complain about how the apartment smelled. But if anyone tried to go inside, they would just start shouting and yelling like, like, yeah. Yeah, that's a big red flag. It is. But 
apparently the the neighbors were kind of afraid of them like one neighbor said natalia is a scandalous woman aggressive we didn't want to risk it <laughs> so basically they don't want to go in this apartment because they're like we don't know what natalia is gonna do there's an awful smell coming from this apartment we better not check it out well like there's an awful smell like does anybody smell that they're like oh that's the box sheaves and they're like oh Never mind. Very antisocial, so we're not going to check it out. Uh, all of those things check the box of, like, murderer, murderer. Well, Natalia is an aggressive drunk. Do you really want to go and question her? Well, yeah, I'd wait till they, like, were gone. <laughs> Back to the investigation. The police searched their home. And I wish I could just call this a house of horrors, but that's that's putting it lightly. Oh, my God. There were things everywhere. Oh, wow. Papers, food, random ass wigs just laying on surfaces, boxes, garbage. This looks disgusting. There's a video from when the police were walking through. It's like a cell phone video. There's literally like just barely a trail from the door into the room but beyond that you can't walk anywhere without stepping on shit disgusting and random like there's this random string of tinsel that i don't know if they were decorating for christmas or what but like this place is disgusting i can smell these pictures there were more things in the apartment and more photos that i will not share uh, really quick, that picture of the inside of what I assume is the refrigerator. With the random raw chicken just sitting I, there. I was going to say, do they not have foil or Tupperware or saran wrap anywhere? This is gross. Everywhere these pictures are shown, everyone comments about the random raw chicken. Yeah, it's just thrown in the refrigerator. And then it looks like there's like a bowl of chili next to it, but just in the bowl with a spoon. Uh, it's probably borscht just based on the color and the yeah. fact that it's Russia. Oh, gross. They found some jars. I see them. Oh. Of, of things. And uh, this particular jar in the photo is intestines. Oh, I thought it was going to be like pickled. Like it looks like. Oh, it's pickled. It's in a pickling solution. I know, but I looked at it and I'm like, oh, Pickle- pig's feet pig's no. feet oh no. gross um they also found a knife they found uh more wigs oh good that's a wig i thought it was a scalp okay they found a photo uh, and this one i see it is bad it is a severed human head on a silver serving platter surrounded by oranges with a lemon on the nose. And they did something to the eyes. Yeah, they taped, it looks almost like giant Barbie doll eyes. Uh, that is, and what did they do on the hair? I There's don't even want to know. Yeah. There, uh, that's, okay, I'm scrolling It's one down. of those things that you don't want to look at Oh too gosh, long. I scrolled down and, okay. Okay. Uh, they they found the decomposing head uh-huh. from the photos. Uh-huh. And so they found approximately 18 individual body parts. Wow. From 
uh, from skin pieces to the the pickled parts, yeah, to some cooked pieces, and some that were some uh, they called them frozen meat parts of unknown origin. Oh man. In the basement of this building, as well as in just random places around the city, they found other parts of this same dismembered body. Just all, I got just a minute to absorb all of that. Uh, Well, I think the pictures make it like 5,000 times worse. Do you see why they get pulled down? Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, So the police took the food... And the unknown body parts, and they sent them off to be tested. Uh-huh. All of them came back as belonging to one woman. Oh, so this is 18 different body parts, one person. I uh, Good. Yes. Okay, I'm relieved. I thought it was going to be like one, like 18 different people. No, thankfully, okay. it was, they all came back to one body. And I this mean, is, poor um, lady, but thank God. Yes, I her name and I have to get my I can't pronounce her. I'm so sorry. I have to. <sighs> um, her name was Elena Vahrushiva. Okay. Vahrushiva. Vahrushiva. Oh, she's pretty. too. She's so pretty. Yeah. She has like she has these big uh, like really nice eyelashes uh-huh. um these gorgeous lips like people very would kill russian. for these lips she looks very russian she does yeah but also go back and look at the photos Ugh. of the cell phone photos of the head and it it is her oh, absolutely it, it is, is. Her. Oh, man. Which is so sad. But that's sad. that's just confirmation. Yeah, that it is her. So did, did she go missing? Well, so Elena was a 35-year-old waitress who lived in Krasnodar. So she lived in the same city. Remember, the cell phone was found on September 11th. Yeah. September 8th, Elena was drinking with Dimitri and Natalia. When all of a sudden... Natalia loses her shit. Uh, and she says that Elena is seducing her man. And she was pissed. Okay. So Natalia turns to Dimitri and she's like, kill the bitch. Oh, so wow. Natalia, so Dimitri gets up and stabs her twice in the chest. At and their I, house, apparently, right? Um, Where are they at this point? I could not find a solid idea of where they were. I'm going to assume they're, they're home. So I, I'm going to say right now, there is wild uh, rumors about this case. Okay. And so some of the reporting, I feel like I can't trust uh, because it is so sensationalized. Yeah. But a recurring theme I did see was that police believe that this happened somewhere in a park or something. Mm-hmm. And that Dimitri brought the body parts back to the house in a backpack. Oh, so they dismembered her body. Obviously, they kept some parts. Initially, Dimitri and Natalia were charged with murder, uh-huh. but then it was later charged to group murder. I'm not sure if this is an escalated charge or what, but okay. some it was changed. All right. While they were incarcerated awaiting their trials, Dimitri would complain 
often about being separated from his wife. He would talk about how much he was worried about her, how much he missed her. And he all, over and over and over would talk about how madly in love they were. Oh, my gosh. Conversely, Natalia said that she felt about her husband like a mother. That's weird. So there's a a huge disparity here in the way they feel for each other. It's very strange. This is obviously or is and was a toxic relationship. Yes. Many, many people, including psychiatric professionals, said that Natalia was domineering in the relationship, which, again, makes sense with what we know about Dimitri's shy personality. Yeah. In February of 2019... Natalia was found to be, quote, an absolutely mentally healthy person. What? Which I don't understand, but okay. I don't, yeah. She was convicted of incitement to murder, basically like her telling to Dimitri. To encourage, encourage yeah. it, I guess. Okay. She was sentenced to 10 years in a penal colony. What? So what's that? I'll like explain a, it in a okay. okay. But 10 years. For killing and eating a woman. Well, did she do the actual killing, though? It doesn't seem like she... She participated... Police say that she there was evidence she participated in the murder. Okay. And also she helped dismember. Um, I'm, then I'm sure years. they have evidence that she ate some of it, too. This is another one of those things that I... It just looks sensationalized. Uh-huh. Several places mentioned that there was a cookbook for oh. human recipes. Oh, God. In Natalia's handwriting. Uh, okay. So they, I don't know if this is true or not. It's just, there are so many rumors here. So this is many. Just gross. Okay. But yeah, and so in terms of everything that we're looking at, yes, 10 years. 10 years is like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Okay, so a penal colony, because I'd never heard of this before. Yeah. It seems really interesting. A penal colony is a post-Stalin version of a gulag. Oh. So gulags are like the hard labor camps. Yeah, yeah. A penal colony, and this is where I get to be fancy with my Russian, so give oh. me a, a second. A penal colony known in Russia as uh, Ispravitelnaya Kolonia. Look at you. Look at me with my accent. <laughs> uh, that's okay. what they're known as. All right. So this is, uh, they combine the prison detention uh-huh. with compulsory work. Okay. It is the most common type of prison in Russia. There are actually four different types of prisons in Russia. There's um, prisons that they use just for... Here you are, you're waiting for trial. Uh-huh. Uh, there are some that are just, you know, you're going to sit there and rot and serve your time. There are some that are high, high, high security. And then there are these. Okay. Within these penal colonies, there are actually four categories. So okay. there's very strict, strict, general, and open. Okay. They're largely self-organized. So, like, they have their own internal systems and, like, they're monitored, but they don't have guards inside. That's weird. I think it's kind of, it's like a community and they kind of have their own internal organizations. The prisoners earn a wage. 
granted, most of the wage is paid back to support the operation of the penal colony. Yeah. This part I thought was really interesting. Female penal colonies have cultural and social activities that they have for each other, including an annual beauty pageant. What? Yeah. And in some of them, they're called Miss Colony. (laughs) Now, that's a title you can be proud of. Uh, What I'm thinking here is, obviously, none of these people in Russia are going to be scared of going to these penal colonies because it doesn't sound I mean, that it's bad. Not, it's not a, a day spa. Like, yeah. You well, work. obviously, but if you I work. already have some mental issues and I'm, and I can't, you know, be in regular society, this would probably be right up my alley. Possibly. So that's uh, what Natalia is serving. She's still serving right now. Good. In June two thousand eight, uh, June twenty eighth, two thousand nineteen, Dimitri was sentenced to twelve years. That is crazy. And he with was all that evidence, yes, and he was sentenced to a maximum security prison. Well, okay. I mean, I guess that's fine, but still. yeah, he was also compelled to be supervised and treated by a psychiatric professionals. Well, so yeah. Uh, uh, he needs it this poor guy he needs it yeah you know they were caught in 2018 i feel like most other countries get through their their justice system pretty quickly Uh uh-huh but what happened with dimitri is that he actually got tuberculosis oh i'm sorry they couldn't finish his psychiatric evaluations until he was better because Uh he was highly contagious oh so that's why natalia ended up getting through the system faster than dimitri oh okay I mean, 12 years is still nothing, but whatever. Yeah. Of course, he immediately tried to appeal his conviction. And he only served eight months of his sentence. What? Because February 16th, 2020, oh. Dimitri died of untreated type 1 diabetes. I mean, I'm like, okay, good that he's dead. But like, that's not, I feel like he got off easy. I'm a little. I I hesitate to say this because it sounds really cold, Uh but I'm kind of glad that he won't have the opportunity to be back in society after serving twelve. Well, yeah, especially how it sounds like they do it here in Russia. Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah. I also thought it was really interesting that I didn't get to go too deep into this, but apparently tuberculosis is a big problem in Russian prisons. Don't we have like a tuberculosis vaccine? Aren't I you, think we do, yeah. Aren't you, like, vaccinated for that when you're younger? I think so. I guess they don't have that over there, then. I mean, you could still catch it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. if you're with uh, Dimitri. Yeah, or in a prison. Or in a prison, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to go into the rumors about they were dubbed the Krasnodar cannibals, is uh-huh. what they're known as. Uh-huh. One of the rumors... Is that they've been hunting people since 1999. Oh. Now. And only killed one? And Well, no. The the big rumor is that they killed 30 people. What? Because, because Dimitri and Natalia were just like, yeah, we've killed 30 people. Oh. I think the 1999 comes from that really, really awful photo of uh-huh. the head with the oranges. 
The photo is dated December 28th, 1999. I saw that. Yeah. Me personally, I've owned enough digital cameras to know that when you change the batteries in them, the older ones, the date will reset. Oh. I don't know how many times on like my Nikon cool pics that I had in like 2009. Uh-huh. I, I cannot tell you how many times I had to reset the date on that thing because every time I took the batteries out, it would reset. Yeah. So that's my personal opinion on this timestamp. I don't think these people were organized enough to set the time on their digital camera. Yeah. I mean, I will share photos of the inside of their apartment so that people can see it. It's awful. These people can't put their food in a Tupperware container. Yeah. They're not going to set the date on their the, camera. The chicken just like, yeah. Yeah. The, the chicken just like tossed in. No, no not, not even on a plate. It's literally a raw rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, there were also rumors that they tortured their victims before killing them. Elena, they killed her relatively quickly, so I kind of don't believe this. Mm-hmm. Natalia, I think she loved the attention. There are some photos that are found of her that seem like she she thought highly of herself. Just her body language is very like, oh, look at me. Look at uh- me. Um, assuming the pictures towards the bottom are of her. Yeah. She, yes. she gives off that. She gives off that vibe. Like yeah, with her. totally. And can I say if I didn't know anything about the story and was basing it off of her picture alone, she looks like a nice woman. She does. Yeah. Dimitri looks uh, a Dimitri's little... a little like he was ridden hard and put away wet for sure. Yeah. Like that guy he's has got, seen... He looks like a cannibal. He's seen some life. Yeah. And yeah. Not, not good. Yeah. So going off um, my belief that I think Natalia liked the attention, she perpetuated the rumor that she baked pieces of humans into pies and sold them at the military academy. Oh, God. I, I don't think so. This then is other real. people ate. Yeah, I don't think it's real. Yeah, like I said, there was a rumor that there was a recipe book for human meat in Natalia's handwriting. I don't know about that one, one way or another. Their apartment was such a mess. Maybe she had some notes scribbled somewhere. Whatever. Yeah. Um, there was a lawyer that tried to argue that, in their professional opinion. The person who dismembered Elena was a skilled butcher. Oh. And that supposedly a novice like Dimitri could not have done it with that level of expertise. Oh. I'm calling bullshit because not a single person with an actual doctor degree said that there was any kind of skill to this. Oh, okay. So this is just something that was probably just. Yeah. This was like a Hail Mary. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely disagree with this. Yeah. What I think there's just so many people who really wanted attention from this. Uh-huh. There was a man who lived with them in the hostel who shared a story with a newspaper saying that one day Dimitri and Natalia attacked him. Mm. And like he said that one day he was just kind of chatting with Dimitri and Dimitri just out of nowhere hit him over the back with a stool. And given what we know about Dimitri's <laughs> That's what I was going to say, yeah. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. 
There's also a lot of sensationalization about what they called their quote unquote killing crypt. Uh huh. Um, I again, I just I don't believe it. Yeah. There was also a local baker who. Um, oh God. Not a baker, like a local restaurant that said Natalia came in here trying to be a chef and she kept asking questions about meat and she said we could she could provide us with meat again. I don't believe that. Uh, Yeah, I don't believe that either. It's just there's so many things. And if this was all real, then cool. But yeah, police have maintained and granted this is the Russian police and they are extremely corrupt. Uh huh. But they've maintained that all biological evidence found in that apartment belonged to Elena and no one else. Uh, Yeah, I highly doubt these two killed other people. Because given the state of that apartment, they would have found something else. They would have found something else. That that apartment is disgusting. And, I mean, you talked earlier about how police said they they tortured the victims before. That was a rumor that went around. Uh, A rumor. Did you know that they tortured their victims? Yeah, no, I I think they tortured the body after the fact. Like, Mm. I think there was some some clear evidence of that with all those pictures and just oh, the yeah. different different um, stages of decomposition uh-huh. that it was in. And then, yeah, no, that, oh, God. Yeah. Um, so when Dimitri died, people were hoping that there would be some kind of deathbed confession from Dimitri about these oh. 30 bodies because He's people yeah. really believe the rumors about their 30 victims. Mm-hmm. No one else says there are, but yeah. the only thing that Dimitri's lawyer released was a drawing of Audrey Hepburn that Dimitri did while he was in jail. And if you look at it, I'm going to share a picture. This is actually a pretty good photo. It, it looks is like Audrey Hepburn yeah. if she was Russian. Yeah, it, it's kind sadly, it's a little reminiscent of their victim in kind Aud- of, yeah. Audrey Hepburn form, but it's it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty good photo. And then, and then see, have... when you look at her, she looks nice. She does. She looks like a nurse. Yeah. Or like yeah. a mom. A mom, yeah. like, just like, uh, he, on the other hand, yeah, no, that's a hard no thanks. Yeah. Um, um, it's like he's posing so... Granted, he was born, when he was born, wherever he was born, he was born in Soviet Russia. Okay. So there's a photo of him posing with a hammer and a sickle. Uh And that's the Soviet, um, the USSR flag. Yeah. yeah. The communist flag had the hammer and the sickle. Uh So I don't know if he was joking. He seems like the type who would think this is a joke, just given the the selfies that were on his phone. Well, he's a little off mentally, Yeah, and the photos from when he was arrested, I mean, he does not look good. No, no. uh -uh. This 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 would be, if you walked by him, that would be a a hard pass. Yeah, and um, just again... Imagine this man walking up to you asking if you've seen his lost phone. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> That's why you lie. You go, nope, I, uh, I have nope. not seen a phone. I do no espico a rushino. And I would walk away. <laughs> oh, wait, that probably doesn't make sense. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, yeah, thanks this- for that stomach ache. Oh, you're uh, welcome. Yeah, that's some good... 
That's some good images seared yeah. into my brain now. You give me plenty of horror, <laughs> and I decided to pay it back. Well, I do. I did enjoy this more than cryptid, so that is, <laughs> <laughs> that is saying something right there. It's, yeah, this, uh, yeah, it's the just, pictures that put it over the edge. Yes. It's one thing to hear it. But yes. man, to see it, that is... Uh, and that's why this is stuck in my head for so long. Uh -huh. I, when this story first broke and the pictures were shared, that uh -huh. was before Facebook had the filter that they do. Yeah. Like, this is a graphic image. I remember I saw this on Facebook. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. And so, like, I just, I remembered this. And that's why even today, I couldn't even remember their names. I yeah. had to look up um, some version of... Uh, Russian selfie uh, whatever to find it and it was the first thing that popped up yeah so you can find a ton of copies of like edited um, blurred out versions of these photos but you can also find versions of the photos that are clear and will give you nightmares oh god so gross yeah so there you go well I can't say thank you because I do not thank you for that but now um, you know how I feel yeah. <laughs> touche touche and you know this has been living in my head for years so oh, I can't say that well, it really is you. out of my head but it's in yours <laughs> and, and that's good enough for me and I'm a little upset about it but I I get it I get it <laughs> all right yeah well go eat not no no chicken. don't go eat um, <laughs> chicken <laughs> Don't eat anything. Yeah, those those rotisserie chickens at Costco uh, kind of look different to me now. <laughs> those aren't raw, so I'm okay with those. No, I know, good. but like seriously, they just threw that in their fridge. It, and I am so glad that you commented on it because literally everyone. Maybe yeah. I'll post that. Um, I'll I think post you a should, screenshot I, of the comments about I the chicken. You should. You should, because that so is the many. very first thing I noticed. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, um, bon appetit. I guess you're welcome for helping yeah. you on your weight loss journey. <laughs> Thank you. On everybody's weight loss journey. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, called the alternative interest diet. So you oh should <laughs> you should join. Pretty good. Better when your than friends keto. Ask you why you dropped weight so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. All well, right. We will see you next week. Yes, we will. Goodbye. Bye. Kat and I are so grateful for all of our listeners, and we love hearing from you guys. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Alternative Interest Podcast and let us know your thoughts on this week's case. We want to cover the things that you guys want to hear, so please email us your case suggestions at Alternative Interest Podcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you so much for listening and sharing us with your friends. Be good to each other, and we'll see you next week. Bye.